Hello again and welcome to this week's podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the compassionate nature of God's love. The compassionate nature of God's love. So in the past weeks we have been talking about the love of God and we've been focusing on what really is the love of God. And so before I continue I'd like to say thank you to my man of God Apostle Fred it is from the vast wisdom that I've received from him that I'm able to actually minister the word of God to you and I would also like to say thank you to our Heavenly Father God Almighty because it is he who gives me strength to actually come again and minister the word of God so the objectives that we have today even as we learn about the compassionate love or the compassionate nature of the Father's love is that first I'm going to introduce the topic to you and then we're going to look at three main things the first one is what really is the compassion of God what is compassion the second thing we're going to look at is what is the object of God's compassion And then lastly, now that you know that God has compassion over you, what will you do? What is required of you? And then I'm going to conclude. Awesome. So what is compassion? Now, compassion is the quality of understanding the suffering of others and wanting to do something about it. Okay. Uh, That is where you actually see the difference between sympathy and empathy. Sympathy is you seeing something wrong or you seeing somebody suffering and you wanting to do something about it. And you actually go out of your way or with the means that you have, you actually help out. But then empathy is you uh, feeling sorry for somebody, but you can't really do something. Okay. So in preparation for this, I read a book by Kenneth Copeland. The name of the book is the mercy of God and there he explains the nature of God so I'm going to just read an extract from the book Um, you can read the book you can download the PDF so in the book he says his mercy talking about God was great it was greater than it was greater than all the sin in the world when Jesus God's son said to God let this cup pass from me the father could have done so God could have said I will not bring all the sin of fallen humanity on the one righteous thing that has walked the earth ever since the garden of Eden but God's mercy and his enduring compassion was greater than what his son was about to go through. Therefore, mercy overcame. He goes on to say, Jesus followed the example of his father. He was always moved and led by compassion. He never acted on his own motives and ideas. Compassion and mercy dictated his mind even when his body was suffering. 
it whirled up in him and it produced joy and it was for this joy that jesus endured the shame of the cross praise be the name of the lord so the compassion that jesus has the compassion and nature of the father was welling up in the lord jesus and it produced joy in him that he did not even regard his own body when he was suffering for our sake but he gave himself freely as an instrument to god and through him we were redeemed now some of the synonyms for compassion is the first one is mercy okay mercy and then the second one is tolerance okay now if you're a medical student or you know something about medicine you get to understand that the body has tolerance for um, foreign organisms now what tolerance is is the ability for the body to have the virus or to have the bacteria or to have any foreign substance substance without a reaction so in that regard you will notice that God is tolerant to people in sin where there is a set time where they can be at a place where they are continuously sinning against God and God is going to have long suffering is going to tolerate everything that they are doing until a time when he reacts and that is the judgment of God so right now we're in a moment where there is tolerance where God is merciful we're in a period in life when it's all about God's mercy it's all about God's mercy so let's look at God's compassionate nature that's the first point that we're going to look at God's compassion is actually his nature did you know that mercy is his very essence that God is not merciful because you have been good he is merciful because that is who he is you can open your Bible in Exodus chapter 34 verse 6 and he passed in front of Moses proclaiming the Lord the Lord the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. It's very interesting that when God is introducing himself, he decides to put the first attribute as the compassionate and gracious God. Now, last time when I told, I talked of how, you know, when things are being named, they're named based on what they do. Or their nature okay and therefore God decides to introduce himself to Moses and he says the first attribute that he mentions is that the compassionate and gracious God That in itself shows to us that mercy is actually the very essence of God. That mercy is His nature. He's not merciful because you're good, because you've been given, because you've been praying. He's merciful to you because that is who He is. It is a choice that is meant to be merciful to you. The second point we're going to look at is that God has always been merciful. He's always been merciful and He will not change now. 
he's spoken of himself and he said that i am god i do not change his nature does not change he remains the same you can open your bible in second samuel chapter 24 verse 14 david said to god i am in deep distress let us fall into the hands of the lord why for he is merciful that his mercy is great and do not let me fall in the hands of humans so david knew that even when he was in trouble he would rather be in the hands of god because he knew an attribute about god he knew that god is merciful he knew that god is going to show his mercy to me and he couldn't really trust man because man would change and decide not to be merciful and then the third point is that mercy is forever or judgment or anger is only for a moment so god doesn't describe himself himself as the angry god and then merciful he says he is merciful and later he goes on to say he is slow to anger so mercy triumphs over judgment mercy triumphs over judgment can open your bible in psalm chapter 30 verse 5 bible says for his anger lasts only a moment but his favor or mercy lasts a lifetime weeping may stay for a night but joy comes in the morning so you get to notice like after you hear that you see that god has always been merciful and you hear that his anger is only for a time he's not going to be angry forever but favor and mercy is actually forever so god has always been and will always be merciful the second part we're going to look at is what is the object of god's love what is the object of god's compassionate nature I would like you to know that you are the object of God's mercy, God's compassion, and Jesus is the proof. In 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 20, the Bible says, God chose him, talking about the Lord Jesus, as a ransom long before the world began. Long before the world began. Man has always been the object of God's mercy, even before the creation of the world. God has always been merciful, and He decided to be merciful to human beings, to you. He's always been merciful. That's His nature. Mercy silenced the accuser. Look at John chapter 8 verse 10. Bible says then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman where are your accusers didn't even one of them condemn you you notice that God his heart is for mercy instead of judgment Pharisees you know brought this lady who was caught in adultery in the very act you know 
dressed in the way that she was dressed maybe she's covering herself in a blanket and they brought her in public threw her before the lord and said moses says we should stone her what do you say Praise the Lord. Yes. So now you find that with all that was happening to this lady, instead of Jesus listening to the men who brought and they were crying out judgment over her, he decided mercy and he forgave her. How powerful is mercy? It's easy. Just look at John chapter 3 verse 16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Mercy is so powerful that it caused God to give his only son for you. He was compassionate about you. That is why he did that. It was because of his mercy. And it's it's an act of love. Lastly, now that you know that God has chosen to be merciful to you what do you do with this knowledge the bible and luke chapter 6 verse 36 says be merciful as your father is merciful in matthew 5 verse 48 it says be perfect therefore as your heavenly father is perfect this is a call to perfection And it's as simple as saying, just do what God does for you, for others. It's a deliberate step that you take. Mercy is a choice. When you read Romans chapter 9 verse 15, it says, God saying to Moses, I will be merciful on whom I will be merciful. And I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. It means it is a choice you choose. So you choose to forgive those people who have hurt you in the past. I've done so many things. You can choose to forgive them. It is a choice. Lastly, not doing what God does for you to others is actually wickedness. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 32, then his master summoned him. And say to him, You wicked servant, I forgive you all your debts because you pleaded with me. So, this is the story of the unforgiving servant who the master forgives him of many debts, but he refuses to forgive his fellow servant the small amount that he owed him. Therefore, because he failed to do what his master did for him, master considered wickedness so what are the things in your life that god has asked you to do through your life through your life praise the lord so you need to express the love of god to people not according to how you feel but according to how 
what the Bible says. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In conclusion, God's mercy is his nature. He chooses who he will be merciful to. And today he has chosen to be merciful to you. God's mercy is greater than all the problems you may be facing. God expects you to be merciful as he has been merciful to you. Lack of mercy is wickedness in the eyes of God. Mercy is a choice and it's not based on feelings. And if you have sinned, you can go to the throne of God and obtain mercy. Wow, praise the Lord. So we've come to the end of today's sermon. Stay tuned for the next sermon next week. Bye-bye for now.